How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal, as always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. Dude, you're looking sharp. A nice the, haircut. What's with the what's with the lighting today? It's hitting me. It's I, like the spotlight's on. Like is it, is it, really, it might like, be my you know what it's telling me? You know what mm-hmm. it's 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 foreshadowing. It's my week to shine. It's my week to <laughs> shine wow. this week. Well done. Week well done. Yep. I, I I doubt it, but okay. <laughs> I like the confidence. Doubt it. I'm confident this week because week one was as rough as a start as you could have. The only the only way to go from rock bottom is up. That's the only way to go. So I'm going to take my terrible predictions in week one. I'm going to stay confident with my predictions for this NFL season, even with my Aaron Rodgers Jets to win the AFC pick totally thrown out the window. Um, And and we're and I'm confident for for these week two picks in this week two preview show. Okay, well, here's what you are. You're the Mm -hmm. Cincinnati Bengals. You take the entire script from game one. You throw it out the window and you start anew. A hundred percent, and you for you're also foreshadowing my Cincinnati Bengals pick in this episode mm-hmm. that they may also, like you said, throw that tape out and bounce back um, in a really yeah. difficult game against the Ravens. Lots of good games in the NFL this week. Um, a lot of teams that I didn't really predict going two and zero that mm-hmm. I might be picking to go two and zero to start this mm-hmm. season. As there's some uh, there there's some very intriguing matchups. Uh, a lot of low spreads this week yep. and, and a lot of 50-50 games. So it should be a fun one to predict. Hopefully we See, have funny, some different picks. It's funny how you have the perspective of, wow, there's going to be some 2-0 and o teams that I didn't expect. I was looking at the other way when I was looking at the picks. There's going to be some 0-2 teams oh, that I oh, didn't think is. were going to be 0-2. There definitely is. So it's going to be and, a fun one uh, to talk and, about in this preview show. And the only thing that hurts me is that we have the worst college football schedule oh ever oh my god it's so bad it's it's disgusting to look week. at i uh, hate week three I we'll hate talk it. about that as well so let's get into it let's run it let's start with cupcake week in college football there's not a ranked ranked matchup this week not one not one it's i mean the spreads are out of control when you look at some of these yeah. like 20 30 point spreads um the big game of the week i believe college game day is in georgia this week, I thought college the, game day was in Colorado. Uh, it might be in Colorado for Colorado, Colorado State, but yeah. um, I know the big game, the the big SEC game <laughs> is Georgia South Carolina with you know Georgia and Spencer Rattler comes to town, but the spread's still twenty seven and a half, and Georgia should still kill them. Um, but that's well, literally the biggest game this week. Well, unless you consider Tennessee Florida in Florida, you know, uh, I mean Joe maybe. Milton should go off. This Florida yeah. team's terrible. If Florida beats them, I then I really know nothing about sports. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, the spread is six and a half because they're on the road, but Tennessee should definitely, you know, have a lot of success there. And the Colorado Colorado State, um, you know, is there for that for that in you know in state rivalry. But Colorado State sucks. They're they're zero <laughs> one. Colorado's going to kill them. They're going to start three and zero to start this college football season. Well, that is where college game day is. I did look it up to make sure. So gotcha. that's where uh, that's where they'll be. Look, I, I think you know Colorado State got blown out by Washington State in Week One. I there's no reason Colorado doesn't cover this spread. I, I will lay the twenty three and a half, no problem. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that one's easy. Texas plays Wyoming, who's also two and zero. Um, <laughs> yeah. We beat Texas Tech, so maybe that's one that is a little interesting. That maybe it takes plus thirty there. Maybe 30. take the plus 30. You might want to take the plus 30. This might be the after Alabama 
like, okay, we only win by two touchdown game. Yeah, could be there. Um, and then you have, I, I'm just looking down the list. The only one really other worth mentioning is Washington, Michigan State. Michigan State's 2-0. <laughs> They're not ranked. Um, they beat Richmond and Central Michigan. So nothing, yeah. you know, impressive there. But, you know, Michigan State, always a good program, even with what's going on with their head coach right now, which is a little crazy of a story. Um, but this will be their first big test against Washington. And Michael Penix looks like a uh, Heisman front runner right now. And I, I still can, you know, I'd still believe that they will, you know, handle Michigan State even on the road. How Tough about Alabama to coming to Tampa to play USF? I was looking at this and I can't believe that this game was scheduled. And I know it's a two for one, but the fact that USF got Alabama to come to, come to Tampa, it's kind of crazy well, of a, a, a matchup. I first thought that it was crazy, and then I'm realizing they play at Raymond James, yeah. right? So Alabama could bring in people. Oh, th you know? this will definitely be more Alabama fans there than, oh, uh, than, than USF fans. 100%. And that stadium, for the first time ever, might get pretty much full. Yeah, so that's the only reason I think they're going there versus playing like a, a UCF. But again, this is like, you know, these two-for-ones with these group of five teams, right? I mean, the amount of money it's bringing in for USF, good for them, yeah. man. Definitely. Alabama's paying them a lot of money to go down there and they will whip their butts. Um, should the, be the one game I'm interested to watch just because Alabama. of person. Yeah. Because of personal uh, feelings and you probably feel too, is the FSU Boston college game, right? Yeah. Because to Tommy Castellanos, who was our backup at UCF last year is yep. now the starting quarterback at BC. Yes. And Ryan O'Keefe, you know, who was our best wide receivers there. So from a like a little bit of a personal gripe, mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to this game. I want to see Florida State beat the crap out of them. And we'll see. I mean, they definitely should. Uh, this, the BC team's not very good besides those two players actually not getting off to the worst starts. Um, yep. But the FSU, the way they've been playing, should definitely handle, you know, Boston College. 100%. And then we have UCF Villanova. Do we... Even think there's is there a spread on that one? Is there a spread so. on on that? I, one? I, don't I, think think, I don't think they're going to give it. Backup I don't think you can have seventy points spreads. Backup quarterback Timmy McLean is in. It shouldn't yes. matter that much. It should be an easy win, um, and yeah. UCF should be off to a three zero star, which was something that we all predicted. Um, we were a little scared of that Boise game, but we got past it. You know, we go. We should go three and three zero into that first Big Twelve game against Kansas State. Um, which will probably also be with the backup quarterback and will set up yep. for an interesting, you know, first Big 12 game. There, there is no spread on the game. <laughs> I, I, I thought will there you, was. So. Will AJ be at the game? Will he make it past should be, the... Should be at the game. I made it to the first game, you know, conquered tailgate one, um, you yep. know, had a good time again in the Kent State. Um, this one I, I predict to be there as well. So we'll, okay. we'll, see, how, we'll see how it turns out. Great. I'll see you Saturday. All right. Uh, let's get into NFL now. Let's get into NFL week two. Um, obviously, a little update on our predictions. You are up two to start the year. Um, big, big, big win on the Packers and the 49ers last week. Um, we we're wins. fortunate to Easy both take, wins. take the Jets. No one went, you know, Buffalo because uh, no one knew about the Aaron Rodgers injury. Um, so they still ended up winning. So we still get that point as well. Um, but we will go to week two where we have another lock of the week. To pick and we will go through tell you who we like in fantasy um and who we like against the spread as well so let's get into it thursday night um eagles vikings we will either be very right or very wrong about this game when it goes out friday morning 
Um, there is a very, there's a big difference of who I'm rooting for and picking in this game. Um, I will be picking the Philadelphia Eagles to beat the Minnesota Vikings. Who will I be rooting for? Oh, I'm a big Minnesota Vikings fan tonight. But I, I just don't think, especially in a prime time game, we talk about prime time Kirk. He's three and 12 in his last prime 15 prime time games. It, it, there's something about him and this stigma of him not really showing up in a Vikings uniform in these primetime games. Um, and this Eagles team that in, in that second half, uncharacteristic, the defense was getting destroyed by Mac Jones, but I'm, yep. I'm envisioning that defense coming back to the first half um, where Darius Slay was locking up and he'll give Justin Jefferson a really good matchup. Um, and, and I believe in this game, uh, maybe you see Brad a little bit out. of, so you have, you have Slay on Jefferson, I really think the play is, is Jordan Addison to continue a bigger role tonight. Um, I, I believe that look at what Kendrick Bourne did. Look what Hunter Henry did to this defense. You know, last year, yeah. Hawkinson is going to be targeted a lot tonight. They're going to have yeah. to throw the football on the Eagles. They're hard to run against. So they're going to have to throw the football. I just I, – I saw a Kirk Cousins that was very, uh, you know, irresponsible with the football last week, and they can't afford to turn this ball over tonight to this Eagles uh, – against this Eagles team, and, and I – do believe that in these games that he struggles, you could see a couple interceptions, you know, maybe a, 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 a sack fumble there. And, and when the Eagles just develop this, uh, you know, th these turnovers, they, they seem to roll, you know, with this offense. No Kenneth Gainwell sure. tonight, but I still believe they'll be able to run the ball. You probably will see Rashad Penny active um, mm -hmm. and Swift get a little more carries there. And, and yep. they should, you know, still be able to win this game. Well, that was kind of the weird part with Swift not really getting the ball in the first game. So no. I think he's going to be the lead guy tonight. Uh, it's really the tale of two things going on right now. It's I think both offenses are going to be fine. I'm really concerned with both defenses, right? Mm -hmm. we, we obviously were very concerned about the Minnesota defense. I think if Jalen Hurts wants to, he could have a field day on these corners. A.J. Yeah. Brown could have a monster game tonight. And he has to throw the ball at Dallas Goddard. Like, you can't throw the ball. At least one catch. Line. At least one like, catch. Come on. That's ridiculous. I'm starting him again in, in the leagues I have him. I have to. You have to. You have to. He's got to, he's got to find the ball. Yeah. On the other side, James Bradbury's out. N'Kobe Dean is out. Uh, Reed Blankenship is really banged up, you know, on the, in the back end of you know, safety. So you, you've got a couple of starters that are definitely going to be out, some, some backups. And the starters didn't play <laughs> really well no. in the second half of last game. No, they game. didn't. So you're absolutely right. I don't think that Alexander Madison is the play today. If you have better options, I'm certainly not putting him in my DraftKings tonight. So I really, uh, really agree with you. Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson have to be in your starting lineup tonight. Have to yep. be. I agree I, there. But I uh, am going uh, to pick Philly, but I am going to take the points with Minnesota. I want the six right. and a half points. All right. I respect that. And again, we're rooting for, for, for Minnesota no, there, but, hard. um, hard. you know, the Eagles, Maybe my Cowboys Jersey ready to go. We had, we had this, this matchup last season, early in the season and the it Vikings got smacked and got I killed. Think that could happen again. So moving on Ooh. one o'clock games Sunday, uh, your favorite team, the Packers take on the Falcons. My two, my two kind of in this one, in, in, uh, in yeah, the two way. teams that, that you've been riding, you know, yep. in this off season, they, they meet early on. Um, one team looked way more impressive than the other. That mm -hmm. is no secret. The Packers looked way more impressive than the sure. Falcons. The Falcons did what we knew they were going to do. They ran the ball very good, and they were unable to pass the football. 
And I don't think that surprised anyone. And they're going to beat teams. They're going to win, you know, some games where they command the clock and run the football and they play the Carolina Panthers, you know, with their rookie quarterback that's going through the motions. But then Jordan Love plays like last week. I think this Packer team wins on the road. Um, You know, the the way that he was able to manage third downs um, is going to be huge in this game because what they can't do is him to be put in these third down situations and then put the football um, because the Falcons, like I said, will run that ball with Bijan, with Tyler Algier, who Tyler Algier, I I don't know in this game, I know he's been picked up on waivers on a lot, but I don't know in this game against the Packers defense, but he in some leagues is, you know, you you have to think about starting him, you know, in terms of of an RB2 situation. Again, this game on the Packers defense was really strong last week um, against the run. Pass rush was there. The coverage was excellent downfield. Uh, but but the Falcons have no choice. Desmond Ritter is not someone they're comfortable with throwing the ball. They're going to run it no matter what. So I like the Packers in this game, especially as underdogs. Um, I think they go into this. Um, you know, Aaron Jones, you know, off to a great start. Uh, which, is he playing? Because both, he, you know, he, 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 he did hurt injury. that hamstring. Um, you know, if he can't go, A.J. Dillon is someone that you slot into the starting lineups as well. Um, and I think this one, they get Christian Watson back. If he's able to practice this week, gets a big weapon. And I just was so impressed by the Packers last week and not impressed at all at the Falcons. And I'm going to ride the team that, you know, was was definitely showed more promise in that, that week one win. Yeah. So I don't think Christian Watson's going to be back. You know, so you got to go under. He hasn't he has a practice this week. He hasn't, you know, I don't, I, it just looks like he's going to take another week to get that hamstring right. I don't think they have to rush him back. I think mm-hmm. they can win this game without him. You know, the thing about Tyler Algier is you have to remember, like, remember last year we were so high on and talking all the time about what Corderell Patterson was doing, yeah. you know, for the Atlanta Falcons. You know, quietly, Tyler Algier had a thousand yards. Yeah, he like, did. This is a stud back, right? Even in a two system back, uh, you know, backfield with Bijan, he's going to get carries. He got 15 yep. attempts last year. He got, got the goal line carries. He got, got all the goal line. Exactly. That's where my second point was. He's getting the goal. He's such a tank. He's going to get yep. the, you know a lot of the goal line stuff. You got to play him. Look, I love Algier. I love Bijan Robinson. But at the end of the day, this Packers team, I told you, is better than people gave him credit for in the offseason. Jordan mm-hmm. Love will be fine. Even without Christian Watson, I think he's got the, the people around him to make the catches. I don't like the fact that Aaron Jones might be out. That bothers me a little bit. I, I love the two-headed monster of him and Dylan rather than just put it all on Dylan. But this defense is really good. It's really good. And yep. I think it's gonna be give I think it's gonna give Ritter a lot of fits. So I'm gonna take the Packers plus the points. I think the Packers win it outright. All right. So we'll both go Packers there. Next game we have Raiders and Bills. Man, if the Bills do not bounce back. In this game, it will be a very, very disappointing start to the season. They opened up as 10-point favorites, down to 8.5, so maybe some people backing the Raiders to keep it close. Um, but I'm, I'm still going to take the Bills to win. Um, obviously, you know, Josh Allen is going to have to play a hell of a lot better, not only for them to win this game, for, but for the Bills to, uh, you know, achieve, you know, what they want to achieve, and that's, you know, be a contender in this AFC and he cannot make throws like he did against that Jets team uh, into double coverage, bad reads, getting intercepted three times. Um, just just very careless with the football, trying to do too much. Like we were saying on the you know the episode to start the week when we were recapping week one. Um, I, I, again, 
go, I, I believe going from the Jets defense to this Raiders defense is going to give him, you know, a, a very good bounce back game. Um, you know, this, this secondary was able to stay with the Broncos, but you know, now you put Stefan Diggs there who did have a good, you know, quiet, good game. And then their connection is still there. Um, maybe Gabe Davis, you know, really bounces back a little too. Um, James Cook even didn't, wasn't very effective running the ball. Um, but they definitely utilized him in the passing game um, and, and had some dump offs to him. So I think you can still, you know, start him there if, if he's your RB2 going into this year. And I just think the Bills have more success on offense. Don't turn the ball over um, and beat this Raiders team. I'm not like as confident as you are, because I saw a lot of flaws on this Buffalo Bills team that I was concerned about coming into this year. You know, they again. You love Gabe Davis and, you know, from a UCF perspective, we'll all root for him forever. But, right. you know, they don't have the the other guy, the, the consistent other guy. Stefan Diggs is amazing. I mean, the, the route tree that this guy has and the ability to get open is phenomenal. But they don't have a number two guy, right? I would really like to see them go to Dalton Kincaid more in the slot, you know, and, and, and have him out there with Dawson Knox. But, you know, we haven't seen it really yet. The running game is all over the place. Like, you just never know. Is it going to be Latavius Murray? Is it going to be, you know, Harris? Is it going to be Cook? Right. You know, they all kind of, I feel like, are like 40 yards and, and maybe a touchdown a game kind of, you know, if you're lucky. Yeah. Defensively, the front played okay, <laughs> but the back end did not. You yeah. know, the, the, the Jets wide receivers were wide open a lot, you know, yeah. and they're not as physical as they used to be. So. I think the Vegas defense is underrated. You know, I, I think the pass rush with Max Crosby and, and the front four is, is is pretty legit. You still have Josh Jacobs running the ball. You still have Devontae Adams. And, and you know, obviously concerned that Jacoby Myers will, will be out with the concussion. Um, but, Crazy. But Jimmy G manages the game and, ma and manages to win. I, I'm going to take Buffalo to win the game because I think that they just – their season's on the line not to start 0-2. And they've yeah. got to win this game somehow. But I am slamming the points for right. the Vegas Raiders. I will take the eight and a half. I will absolutely take the eight and a half. I think that's a steal of a pick. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd lean more Buffalo to cover, um, just because I, I just, I just think this Raiders team comes back to earth defensively. I'm not as high as as you are on their defense, and mm -hmm. the Bills can still put up points. Um, and I expect a big game out of Diggs you know, being that number one guy, and then they should roll to a win. So it's all staying it with it ain't cold in Buffalo Bills. yet. Not yet. Ravens Bengals. The fact that this is at one um, is kind of crazy. This might be the most intriguing matchup of the week. Um, mm -hmm. Ravens Bengals. Hu huge division game for two teams that, you know, got off to different starts with Ravens getting a win and the Bengals, you know, losing. But both did not have good games. No, they're both won. terrible. Both didn't look good at all. And the only reasons the the only reason the Ravens started with a win was because they played the Houston Texans. So sure. this is a huge, huge game. Um I you know, the we expect the weather to be better. Um obviously you can't predict, but you know, if this game is played in some type of sunshine, uh we expect Burrow to throw for more than eighty yards, um, and his completion yeah. percentage to pick up and let's get Chase in the mix and you know, obviously get T Higgins in the mix because he had zero catches um, and, and they definitely have to do a better job of running the football because Mixon is going to have to set the tone um, for this Bengals team to open everything else up. So I, I just, I'm just expecting that Bengals offense to, you know, rebound and have a good game, but I was impressed with the Ravens defense um, as a whole 
against How the good Texans. Is Rokon Smith? He's oh so good, God. and that's why so we said good. that the trade was was such a, uh, a a great trade for a Ravens defense that had one big hole at linebacker and needed some type of captain, you know, run stopping yep. tackler. Um, and he's been such a great fit. He's really changed that defense um, after that trade, and they just look like a more collective group, even with injuries and their their back end being kind of their uh, their Achilles heel on that defense. But I still believe. Um, that that Ravens defense will give them fits. The pass rush will give, you know, Burrow fits. And offensively, you're going to have to see the other quarterback play better too, which is Lamar Jackson. Um, you saw his connection with Zay Flowers, but now there's no J.K. Dobbins for the rest of the year. Um, I believe the guy you pick up is Gus Edwards. Um, you know, Justice Hill was the, you know, was the younger guy, maybe more quickness, but I believe goal line-wise. I, I can't do it. Goal line-wise. You know happens? Gus yeah. Edwards gets hurt. Usually the week or two after J.K. Dobbins oh, gets hurt not, every year, he's on my bench in every league, and and I'm Ugh. just keeping him there because I think that that he's you know going to be a featured Whatever. back. But this is what I this is what we feared with J.K. Dobbins. Guess who's the featured back? It's Lamar Jackson. You're going to see him be be the focal point of running. Uh, he has to be better as a passer, and I right. think this is going to be a very good game. I think you're going to hey, see Lamar, a great game. Little advice: the ball gets tucked. Under yeah. the arm. Let's let's keep, let's keep the ball, you know, not up, here. Not, not up here where people can just knock it out of your hands. <laughs> um, obviously, if you weren't starting Zay Flowers week one, you're starting him again. And then, I, you know, it, come on to say it again. Who looks brilliant? Yeah, you look you do look brilliant. But okay, uh, Mark Andrews possibly practicing this week, possibly not. You know, the hamstring injuries aren't aren't to be messed around with. You know, he yeah. he's definitely something they're they're missing um, as another Pretty target much. there. And and his question mark is big there, but I have these two teams splitting um, this, you know, these these two divisional matchups and I'll take the Bengals at home to win the first one um, three and a half is a little bigger spread than I thought it was going to be. But if you're going to take the Bengals, you probably have to take that as well um, should be a very, very good game. But, you know, I, I really would. I really am just seeing Burrow bouncing back um, the three hundred dollar, three hundred million dollar man having a very good second game has to right the Bengals season is over if they lose this game I'm just I'm I know it's crazy I'm putting it out there but this is a team that can ill afford to be two games back in this division you know I mean yes their next few games are are much easier with the Rams Tennessee and Arizona but then they go into a gauntlet of 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 playoff teams like Mm -hmm. this the this is a team that cannot get off to an 0-2 start from a perspective of confidence, from a perspective yep. of the media going nuts on Burrow for making all that money and, and starting off this bad. Right, you right. have to beat Baltimore at home. And you right. have to be able to throw the ball if, if you're Joe Burrow. You have too many weapons. And the fact that T. Higgins went 0-8 for 8 in the first game is yep. a – I'm praying is an aberration. I mean, he's my number two wide receiver on my fantasy football team. It needs to get better, and it needs to get better now. This better be a Joe Burrow 303 touchdown day performance, or I'm going to be thoroughly pissed. Thoroughly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So we're we're both going Bengals. I'm taking Cincinnati, but I love Zay Flowers. Yep. Man, he looks really good. And, you know, the fact that you anybody who was picking OBJ on this renaissance – that the, there is no renaissance. OBJ is no. going to get you two, three catches a game. Zay Flowers is going to get you eight to ten a game. Yep. So definitely love what we saw there. Um, another one o'clock game: Seahawks Lions. 
Um, another team that we were very high on in the Seahawks that are in danger of going 0-2. And, and as good yeah. as the Lions looked, you know, against the Chiefs, that's very possible this week. At home, Ford Field, it might be the loudest Ford Field has ever been. Um, th <laughs> this stadium is going to be rocking. Uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, I don't know if you saw, had a little Instagram live after the game where he was wearing a, a blue ski mask and he told all the Lions fans to buy the ski mask and wear it to the game. Uh, they sold out on Amazon before the, the week was over. So put a low CJ. You, you, might, you might see Ford Field, everyone, all the Lions fans wearing blue ski masks. They're not going to lose if that happens. That might be the craziest atmosphere in Lions history. And, the I mean, man, losing both tackles in the game last week. Jason Peters signed this week. That's Absolutely. who they're kind of turning to for their, their right tackle position. Uh, you know, the, it was it was a, it was a two different teams when the tackles mm -hmm. went out. Gino had no time to throw um, their their entire you know run game disappeared. And it just looked offensively like nothing, really nothing could get done. Now right. they play a Lions defense um, that 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 I, I think was it was Ben don't break against the chiefs, but they still lack on that, that pass rush. So it's not going to be, you know, Aaron Donald and, and maybe what the Rams have there. Um, so I think that they can still have success even with the tackles out. Um, but, but even defensively, man, they, they weren't able to cover Tutu Atwell and, and Nakua, um, you yeah. know, I'm saying Brown might have another week, um, might have a great game. I think, I think Reynolds um, is definitely a pickup on waivers that you could look into too. He's definitely, you know, Marvin Jones had a terrible game. No one else really involved um, at the tight end position. Laporta got Sam, off to Sam Laporta looked good. He, he got off, but 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 the production wise, fantasy wise, is there's nothing but really there. Five, and I think Reynolds for sixty. I think Reynolds, you know, is a solid number two guy that that maybe yeah. could have a a big game in a in a game that I think there's going to be a lot of scoring. Um, I think the Lions continue to to allow Gibbs to come into a more prominent role. Um, I just think that atmosphere is going to be insane, so I'll take the Lions to to beat the Seahawks. It's not going to be a popular pick with the friends, mm. but I'm going to go the other way. Okay. And, and, and I'm going to go with Seattle. And I do understand your points, and I, they're well taken. I'm concerned about the tackles for sure. I mean, Abraham Lucas is on injured reserve. Charles Cross is definitely uh, questionable. Right, having Jason Peters, who played really well for the Cowboys last year, but he is forty-one years old. Forty-one, yeah, um, is concerning. But talent-wise, I still believe if you put roster to roster, the Seattle Seahawks are a better team. It's time to show that, right? I mean, it, you got to go on the road. You got to actually produce. And the the couple of things that I liked is, you know, Kenneth Walker the third should be able to run all over this defense, even with backup tackles. The Lions are not a good run defense, right? You're, you're dealing with too many talented guys to double anybody. So, you know, there should be guys open with the three-headed monster in, you know, in their wide receiver core. Yeah. Um, on the other side of the ball, I just thought the Lions, I mean, I, I hate to say they got a gift from Kansas because they played well, right? But without Kelsey, without, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Chris defensive Jones. player, Chris yeah. Jones, right? And and with the the drops and the Kadarius Tony bobble for a pick six, like there were just things that all played into the Lions' favor to win that game. But right. they didn't. They didn't. Uh, other than Amron St. Brown, like nobody really, you know, to me was like, oh my God, you got to look, watch out for this offense. I thought Jameer Gibbs was good, but he wasn't like spectacular. D mm -hmm. David Montgomery, except for the touchdown, had like six fantasy points going into the fourth quarter. I, yeah. I just think that we have to 
push the brakes a little bit on the Lions running away with the North. And yeah. I think that reality sets in this week and they both become one one yeah, I mean, we did say that watch out when this Lions defense has to play these three wide receiver set teams. You know, look yeah. for Najigba to come into more prominent role week by week, lock it. Yeah. And then Metcalf had a great start to the game, but was non-existent in the second half. You're going yeah. to see a, a, a against a defense that lacks in pass rush and Gino has more time is going to find open guys. And I think they have more success throwing Listen, the football. Scheme, scheme it with the tight ends. Scheme it yeah. with the running backs. It's just more protection packages that give the wide receivers more time to get into their routes. I would rather put the three of them out there against four than put a tight end and, and the wider and the running back out into, you know, pass situations and, and not give Gino the extra protection. And, and, you know, you, you're talking about, you know, uh, uh, not high on Gibbs didn't like what you saw there. I think this is the perfect time that everyone's buying high on Montgomery and, and selling, you know, low on, on Gibbs is the perfect time that you, you buy into Gibbs. Um, right oh, now, I think, I, Gibbs, I think Gibbs is the better running back overall. We've never been high on Montgomery no, no, anyway. Def, no, no, I de definitely that's not a question, but I think the yeah. role that you start seeing is Gibbs being more involved in the pass game, you know, and, yeah. and just being a more uh, getting more touches. It's going to start week by week, um, especially yeah. as these these you know games become more important for a team that's also, trying to make the playoffs. I also don't think this, I, I think the Seattle Seahawks were kicked in the face by the Rams, and in the yeah. second half just sh like literally self-imploded you know in the first half that was a game you know i mean it really wasn't they were commanding was, they were was looking fine. pretty good right and then they just they got 12 yards of offense in the second half of which nine came on the last play of the game right i mean three yeah, yards of offense crazy. for most of the second half it's crazy it's not going to happen again I'm, right. I'm taking seattle all right, our first disagreement pick there so moving on chargers titans we finally get to my lock of the week um, where I will lock be locking week? in lock the, the San, not the San Diego, San Diego. That's uh, kind of go San Diego. The Los Angeles Chargers uh, will be my lock of the week on the road at Tennessee. Big question mark about Austin Eckler. Yes, questionable. Yes. Uh, not a lot of news on. Is this like a doubtful questionable, or uh, he for sure will play questionable? I don't think it's both. I think he's very questionable with I, an ankle I, injury. I would honestly lean on the side he won't play. Which sucks. Which sucks for me because he's you know he's on all my teams and I'm raving Which is about why this Josh player. Kelly was a major pickup this week. Do do I did was able to get him in most leagues as the handcuff and will be starting nice him job. in his place. Um, yes. and he looked great and that's why I'm a little more comfortable taking this lock mm -hmm. of the week. Um, with you know Eckler's status being up in the air because Kelly looked amazing and will definitely continue to add to running that football. But man. Did, did Herbert look great? You know, if, if he didn't play Tua and, and they, you know, they, they were about to win that game. They were in it. They were in mm -hmm. it. And if Tyreek Hill doesn't go off, they were going to win that game. And Herbert looks really good um, yeah. in this game. And they, they had the, points. It, look, look how, how much better Herbert looks with a, with a, with a very, you know, uh, consistent running game. You know, yeah. even if Eckler's out, Kelly looked really good. And they, they can rush for 100 yards. They're not going to lose many games even Keenan Allen looked very sharp six for 76 last game you know Mike Williams got hurt but I believe he was able to uh, return back. and, and he, he was back. he was okay um and then maybe you got a see... bigger issue AJ the other side of the ball what they gave up 35 
Yeah, they gave up 35, but they get to play the Tennessee Titans this week. There it is. I was waiting for you to get there. That's why it's my lock of the week. They 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 would play Tyreek Hill and yeah. and at a great offense. And yes, this defense isn't great, but they get to play the Titans, and the Titans are so one. You know, they're, they're just so one dimensional, and and you know, even Derrick Henry only had 60 yards last week. If they stack this box, which they did get more beefier up front, and I believe that they uh can stop the run better than the pass. You know, they, they, they have to shut down Derrick Henry. And after that, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is even questionable um, with an ankle injury hasn't practiced this week. Um, you know, they, they, they're just a lack of weapons. And, and there's there's not much for Tannehill to do. He was staring at DeAndre Hopkins every time he dropped back. Yeah. So yeah. if, if you know, if if Asante Samuel Jr. Um, or or some, someone else can just, you know, double if team JC him. JC Jackson get ahead of his ass. Right, JC Jackson and Derwin James will definitely be over the top watching him. There's just mm-hmm. not a lot of other places to go. Um, for the yeah. for Tennessee, so I like the Chargers to get on the board with a win. They looked very good last week. They just had to play Tyree Kill, and and he just went yeah. crazy to win that game for them. And and I like the Chargers to uh, get a commanding win here. Totally agree with you. I, I it's not my lock of the week because I have one better, but I definitely agree with you. The LA Chargers are going to go into Tennessee and kick their ass. Yeah. Um, I see this as a double digit win for sure. I think it'll be an easier game than than even. Obviously, the odds are, are making it, despite the fact that I do believe the Titans defense is top 10 in the league for sure. You know, it might even be top eight. So th- they'll have that going for them. So they may not score 31. They may only score 24, you know, something. But the yeah. Titans aren't scoring over 20. That I, I can know. guarantee. I promise you they will not score over 20. Uh, so there. And then the only other thing to really look at is I was really surprised how much Ty J Spears got on the field in the first. Right. Game. I mean, uh, he was on the field for like 50% of the snaps. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think this is awesome. And I think the more that he – some of the wheel routes he was wide open, one uh, where Tannehill threw it over his left shoulder and he almost came down with it, but it came out down with it out of bounds. Like, this kid's going to be a, a little stud. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you, if you didn't pick him up and stash him on your bench, um, he's somebody you want to go out and grab on wa- waivers if you have, a, you know, an extra bench space because there's a point in time he's going to be a, a – Big pieces offense. I really yeah. believe it. I I agree, but I think you know they they just like you said they struggled to get him the ball. It's, yeah, they you know, struggled. So you know, as as good as he may be, it may be you know a while for him to get that that yeah. prominent role. It's all right. All it's right. a long season. Moving on, Bucks Bears. Here, two teams that we thought would get off to different starts, but here we are, where the Bucks are one and zero, and the Bears whoa, are zero and one. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You thought the bears were going to win. Let's not confuse that buddy. I, I, yeah, sure. Okay. Let's, let's go with that. Hey, I, I but, thought the bears suck. I mean, I, I, I have a $50 bet with a guy in my office, right? Mm-hmm. That the bears won't, he said the bears will win nine games. I said, please bet your house. He goes, wow. I'll bet 50 bucks. I'm like, all right, I'll take your $50. Not, That's fine. Not looking, not looking likely there. Um, no. It won't be looking likely if they start Oh, and two um, and the bucks look damn good mm-hmm. last week. Um, talk about a team. The, in, the, in the Bears, that got thrown all over, um, and Baker Mayfield looked good. He didn't throw, he didn't turn the ball over. Um, they couldn't really run the ball. Um, you had Rashad White average two yards a carry, um, but shoot, throwing the ball. Mike Evans looked really open on a lot of plays. We, we the the short the short yardage routes went to Chris Godwin. Even uh, even Kate Otten got involved there, and their yep. defense looked like they were they were locked in. You know, three turnovers against you know a good vikings offense even with justin jefferson going off um they were able to contain the, but, them enough and, but you and know not what justin allow, jefferson you know, didn't do 
Mm-hmm. He didn't get in the end zone. Right. That's what I'm saying. The red zone defense was very good. Mm-hmm. And I like the Bucks to win this game again. Um, I, I just believe that the Bears, you know, if they weren't able to do it against Jordan Love in that offense, they're going to face a better offense this week with more weapons. Um, and and I ju- this defense, it, you know, on paper was improved. At the linebacking core, they improved. But this defensive line and this, you know, is not going to give Baker Mayfield any problems at all and he looks confident last week and we've seen we've seen what happens with a confident Baker Mayfield we've we've seen what's happened with confident Baker Mayfield he's actually not the worst quarterback in the world so that's right you know I just believe that until this Bears defense takes their defensive line serious um and and starts to get a pass rush Baker's going to sit back there and he's got weapons to throw to um and this this should be a uh, another win for the Bucks. the 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 offensive line of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers dominated last week. Dominated, right? P- Baker had time all day to throw, you know, and I just think you hit the nail on the head. A confident Baker is a scary proposition. He plays so much better when he's got a little little suave in his walk and, his, you know, he feels he's a man and he's able to go. As long as he doesn't turn the ball over. What did, t- yeah. what did Baker not do last week? He didn't turn, he didn't the, turn ball the ball over. over, right? And I don't think what? the Bears the, are going to turn the ball over. The either. Packers didn't turn the ball over. Either. It's Correct. not a, it's, the, the Bears defense isn't going to force a lot of turnovers this year. Yeah, other than Brister on one of the the, the cornerback positions, there's not a lot of talent on that back. You know, on that uh, side of the ball. I, the other thing that's just mind boggling to me is, what the hell happened to Chase Claypool? What oh, happened terrible. to this guy? He's terrible. He, he goes on down the field and he looks like he doesn't even want to play. Like he just. I, He's terrible. He, he's become Robbie Chosen. I mean, that's basically what Chase yeah. Claypool is now. I mean, this is a Bad. this is a, a year away from this guy being on somebody's practice squad. You know, it's maybe it's not crazy. even that. I mean, he he, he remember the, the the season that he had or the two seasons he had where he looked like the next coming of Julio Jones sure. and he had like four a guy touchdowns that, in one game, like he was amazing. Now he know, can't the, even get two catches. Confidence is is gone. The desire and the you know will to play is gone and and yeah it's it's looking rough for him so unless dj moore can have a justin justin jefferson like game and then they start throwing the football i i yeah. will take the bucks yeah i'm gonna take the bucks too i would stay away from cole commit this week the one thing that the tampa bay uh buccaneers have are, are good linebackers you know yeah. that cover the tight end really well i would stay away from darnell mooney uh you could play dj moore you could definitely uh khalil harbert was a big big disappointment yeah. in week one i'd like to see mm-hmm. him get back on track but they went to roshan johnson a lot and i saw a roshan lot. johnson being picked up a lot this week so remember that was Bijan robinson's running mate to texas and, and yep. he is a under the radar guy uh a yep. really good running back and on the other side of the ball i mean you got to play evans and godwin I, those two guys should have monster games yeah agree on all those as well we'll go chiefs jags uh no way the chiefs start zero and two right no way the chiefs start zero and two they're they're a little in bit bigger. They're a little bit bigger favorites in Jacksonville than I thought they would be. Um, but here's the thing about Jacksonville: yes, they won. Yes, it, w- it the score looks a little different, but this team was was iffy at times, defensively, especially defensively, especially against a team that's going to get Travis Kelsey back and are hungry and very annoyed at last week um, on how they lost, and they get Chris Jones back because he signed. Yep. Having those two guys back. You know, for this game and and the way the Jags played defensively, it shows that this Chiefs team is going to come out, and I don't think they're going to lose. Um, I don't. I I just think that this team um is just going to play with this chip on the shoulder, like 
our full team is back. You know, no more excuses, no, no more of this, you know, uh, Mahomes trying to do it all. Um, I don't even know if he'll target uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Tony there um, in this game. He, the, the trust might be lost there, but should be a game that Kelsey goes off in his return. Um, and I don't think the Jags have an answer for him. Uh, so I will take the Chiefs. Kelsey being back is huge. You know, yeah. I mean, he practiced yesterday. All signs are that he's going to be fine, right? Chris Jones is going to be fine. He's going to be put back in there. You know, that Lejarius Need is, is hurt. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is, is ill. There's some, you know, little concerning things here and there. This comes down to two things. Number one, can Mahomes find connections with people outside of Kelsey, right? Mm -hmm. Sky Moore was a disaster in game one. Kadarius Tony, there aren't words to describe how pitiful his performance was. The guy was someone that I cannot believe wasn't cut after that night's yeah, performance. Right. Those two guys better get their head out of their ass because the Kansas City Chiefs can't win on just throwing. Listen, I have Mahomes and Kelsey stacked in one league. I would love for 17 targets to go to Kelsey and him to get, you know, 13 for 172 mm -hmm. touchdowns. That'd be great. But the Kansas right. City Chiefs aren't going to win if they just throw the ball at Kelsey. Right. They, no. they have to find other people to be involved. I would like also to see Isaiah Pacheco get more carries. Right. This guy, when he runs, he runs pissed off. And again, it sets yeah. a tone on the offense. And it also sets a tone that, hey, if he gets going, it opens up the pass game so much more. Like, I don't know why they went away from the run because it was yeah. working and it was certainly working last year. So that part of it is is, is on the Chiefs side. On the Jaguar side. Right. I, I thought that they went too much on the, hey, Trevor, you know, throw the ball all over the place. Right. Get the ball to Travis Etienne. Yeah. Right. He, I mean, look, Calvin Ridley is, is a star among stars and he will be a must start and a golden boy and should have another big game. But Travis Etienne is the heart of what of how that offense moves. And yeah. both in the passing game and the running game, he's got to touch the ball more than he touched it in game one. So I look for Travis Etienne to have a big game. I look for Calvin Ridley definitely to have a good game. But on the other side of the ball, I would be playing Isaiah Pacheco this week. I have a big feeling he's going to be somebody they use a lot more. Yeah, and I love uh, the – And I'm taking KC with the win. I really like Etienne as well. Um, Montgomery had success last week as well as Gibbs on some carries, and I think that's the weaker link. Especially, you know, Chris Jones will be back, so he'll help a lot with that. But Etienne utilized so much – in both assets of the offense, uh, you, he should definitely have another good game as well. All right, moving on. Colts, Texans. This is where I have CJ Stroud getting his first win. This Whoa! is where I have it. I think the Texans are going to come out and win this game at home. I like the way CJ Stroud, Stroud played in game one. I just think they need to give him more time. The offensive line, you know, now playing the Colts, which, yeah, DeForest Buckner looked like a beast in that game. Uh, but if they can contain him, um, it looks like there's not a lot on that Colts end. And the Colts defense, they gave so much in that first half. They ran out of gas in the second half. They totally ran out of gas. Um, and I think that that will lead over into this game. Um, and the Texans really need to run the football with Damian Pierce a little more. You've got to establish a run game to help Stroud out. Um, I believe that they can do that. I think there's a lot of things that they can establish in their offense against Indianapolis this week. I, I expect it to be a good matchup with Richardson. He looked good as well. Um, but I definitely am taking the Texans this week and Pierce to have a, a much better game running the ball. You know what sucks, dude? 
it sucks when we agree on games I thought we'd disagree on. Right, right. Because I was, like, ready to be like, no, dude, you didn't take the Colts because I'm going all in on Houston again uh, with you. I I think the Houston Texans at home will get the job done. You're absolutely right. This has to be more than 11 attempts for Damian Pierce. And Mm -hmm. I realized that they were behind, and so they had to give, you know, C.J. Stroud the opportunity to throw the ball more to try to come back. But they've they've got to generate that run game early. And Damian Pierce is a stud. Give him the damn ball 22 times. Yeah. You know, get, take some of that pressure off CJ. Let him do some play action. Nico Collins and Robert Woods look great in the yep. game one. They were getting mm-hmm. open all game long. So I really like it. You know, you know, the other thing is on the Indianapolis side, do you know that their third down percentage was 12% or 16% in the first game? Like, could not get a first down to could save not. their lives, right? Nope. This is a guy in Anthony Richardson that I was definitely, I give him, I give him marks. He was the best rookie quarterback of week one. But there's still a big issue with him dropping back and throwing the football. If mm-hmm. you can stop the run, which, the, the, you know, the, the uh, Deion Jackson couldn't do crap in, in game one. I dropped right? him this week. Terrible. Yeah, totally. If you could stop the run and stop Anthony Richardson from running and just yeah. let him have to go back and throw the ball 25, 30 times, I think the Houston Texans will come out with all right, so we both agree on the Texans there. We jump to the 4 o'clock games, 49ers-Rams. Um, the 49ers looked great last week, and they play a Rams team that looked just as great. I mean, th- th- this definitely sets up for a more intriguing matchup than we thought it would, um, especially it being at L.A. And, you know, everyone now is picking up uh, Nakua and Tutu Atwell. I'm not sure if we're starting those guys. I'm not starting either. I took. I actually didn't get Nakua in any league. I did get Tutu Atwell, but he'll just stay on the bench for now. Um, there's another player I picked up at the wide receiver position that I like a lot more this week. Um, so, it, I mean, in this game, I'm taking the 49ers. I think the Rams, oh. this, this Rams. Suck, AJ. The 49ers they, are overrated. They do, they do, they do. But, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I just don't, I, I couldn't believe my eyes with the Rams last week. I couldn't believe how well they played in that second half. Um, and this defense is going to give... Stafford and this offense uh, some hell and maybe bring them back down to earth. Um, and, and that's that's basically how this will go um, with the 49ers just dominating defensively um, to this game. And the way CMC looked running the football, I mean, basically just gifting Brock Purdy that perfect scenario where he just doesn't have to make a mistake and he didn't make any mistakes and, and, and he shouldn't and, in this game either. And over the last, like, maybe seven, eight games of last year and the first game this year and the playoffs. How good is Brandon Ayuk look? I, I mean, he's become the dominant force of that passing game. There's no Kittle. There's no Debo Samuel. It all goes to Ayuk. It's unbelievable when you think about it. That guy was yep. this close to being cut yep. at the beginning of last year. He couldn't even, even get play on the him. field. They wouldn't even yes. play him. Couldn't even get on the field. Now he's the stud of all studs. It's unbelievable. It's a it's a gluttony of riches for the San Francisco 49ers. There is no way in hell I'm picking the Rams. Right? The, this is the overreaction Monday deal. Yeah, you can't. It's the overreaction Monday. Oh, my God, the Rams are so much better than we thought. No, Seattle self-imploded in the second half. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I give all the credit in the world to McVay and the Rams for just even competing because I thought this team was going to be trash. There's yeah. so many rookies and second-year guys on the on the back end or on the uh, defensive side of the ball. I don't even know their names. Like, I don't even know where they went to school. 
and they played awesome. And yeah. Aaron Donald looked like a man possessed. Yep. But this is a different class of team they're playing. Mm-hmm. This is definitely going to be a shot of reality this week. I think you sit just about everybody in the Rams. Now, I unfortunately don't have an option this week at running back because I didn't pick anybody up. So I got to start Cam Akers, but I ain't doing it with a big smile on my face because goddamn Kieran Williams took all the goal line carries for the most part. I'm a little concerned. You play everybody in San Fran with the maybe, I just, the only exception is, is Kittle a start as your number one tight end I could see him as a flex option in, if you don't have a better wide receiver, but can you start him at tight end if you have other options? Uh, what you just said to sit commit. He's my backup in, in a lot of leagues. Jawan Johnson was my backup in another. He had like three points last week. Like, mm-hmm. I can't sit Kittle. I can't. I'm like, how I'm just how can I sit Kittle? He has to get involved in the pass game. This has gone on for so many games now where they – they just refuse to throw in the ball. Like, let's get him involved. And and in a game against the Rams, he should shine. He should get in this end zone and have a, a way better game this week. Okay. Promise me because I have to put him in my league and I'm, like, freaking out. Now, again, the, the tight ends in. were so disappointing in the first week. The top five fight tight ends were, like, Hunter Henry, Hayden Hurst, you know, uh, on, Hurst. The, on would, L.A. Would you start – would you start Hayden Hurst over over George Kittle? No, I can't. I can't do it. I just can't do that. I can't don't know. Do it. I just can't. can't so we'll see if they can bounce back there. More four o'clock games. The Giants Cardinals. The Giants better win this game, man. They better win this game because they don't. Um, Their season's the, over. This season's over. Over. Yep. I mean, the, yep. the, this team might go zero and seventeen. Like you can't beat the Cardinals. <laughs> like this team. They, this was the only team that may have looked worse than the Giants. They didn't even look worse. I mean, they wait, actually didn't look half bad, but. Wait, just, just to make the point, to, to make the point even more clear, if the Giants lose this game to Arizona, which, which we are all in agreement is the worst team in the NFL, their next four games are at San Fran, Seattle, at Miami, at Buffalo. They might go own six. They might go own six. Screw it. If they, who cares if they win that game? That's a crazy hard stretch. They might go one and five to start but the you year. You can't like, lose to Arizona. You no, can't. you can't lose to Arizona. I'm going to take them to win. You know, get the ball to Saquon, get him rolling. Um, and their defense just needs to really zone in and 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 not allow Joshua Dobbs or anything because he starts cooking on that defense. And I mean, anybody could probably beat the Giants. Well, here's the great news for the Giants. You know what they're not facing? They're not facing the they're Dallas Cowboys defense. Right. So they should have Time success. Right. It should it shouldn't be this uh, you know any 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 sort of team that can just blow them out and 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 demoralize them like the Cowboys did. So. Uh, I'm still anticipating a closer game. I don't think they they blow them out. I don't think that's what the Giants have on their team. But just get Saquon, you know, rolling. I think he's definitely a guy you look at DraftKings this week to to really have one of those boom weeks. You could see over 100 yards and two touchdowns from Saquon as they might give him the ball 25, 30 times. I, I also think you're going to see somebody on the Giants wide receiver core have a big game, right? I mean, the, the corners on 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 Arizona are suspect. You know, what's his name uh, on Washington? You know, there were guys that were getting open just that, you know, Sam Hartman yeah. missed a few of them uh, to Dotson and to, to McLaurin. But I this is going to be a game that either Hodgins or uh, or Darius Slayton or, or J- maybe Jaleel Hyatt, like somebody goes off. Like, I just feel like yep. I, I don't know which one, but I'm telling you, one of the what we'll see if I got right, got wrong. One wide receiver will go over 100 yards this week. All right. So we'll see about that. But we're both taking the Giants. Next four yep. o'clock game, Broncos Commanders. Um, the Broncos got to win. Do we have to watch this game? 
I don't know. I, I don't really want to, and we definitely won't be with the Cowboy game being at the same time. But yep. uh, the, the Broncos got to win. They got to win this game. Uh, there, there's zero excuses for this team and how they are struggling so bad. Russell Wilson didn't even play bad last week. He completed 80% of his passes through two touchdowns, didn't turn the ball over. They lost to the Raiders. I mean, yeah. there is no excuse for this team. They got to win. Um, and Jerry Judy will give them a boost if he does return. I believe he will play this week. He's been practicing on a limited basis, and the commanders looked bad last week against the Cardinals. They inched it out. Russell Wilson just has to play like he did. I'm telling you, this team should win games you know if he just plays that way and plays turnover and mistake free football and if judy's in he will be in my lineup and i believe that connection will be much better this year and the broncos uh, win at home yeah um yeah they lost it's funny remember we were in the beginning of the year we were talking about tight ends to stay away from we both said stay away from greg dolchich he's already hurt and uh, yeah yeah already and, and out already gone um jerry judy is the key to this game like i i I don't feel as confident in picking Denver without him. You know, I yeah. just think that he desperately needs to be there because Russell needs someone else besides Cortland Sutton to throw the ball to. And the run game with Javante Williams looked like what I expected. A guy that had a little bit of juice, but not what he was. Mm, nope. You know, can't break through tackles the way he did with the AC, come back from the ACL. You know, um, Sammy Piran didn't have a very good game in, in, in the first game. I think this Broncos defense is not as good as in years past. I think there's definitely holes there for the commanders to throw on. I just don't feel like the commanders have enough talent, you know, yeah. to do it. They can't run the ball. You know, you, you can't put Sam Hartman in a position to throw the ball 40 times either. You're not going to throw on certain. So, you know, like I just, I, I like the Broncos, but I just think both these teams are really crappy. Yeah. So who, who you got? You still got the Broncos? I'm taking the Broncos. All right. So we both take the Broncos there. We get to our game of the week where the Cowboys play the Jets four o'clock um, in a game that would have been was game of the week for a reason because of the quarterback that would have been on the other side of the field for the Jets. And now it becomes a game that the Cowboys are very heavily favored in to beat um, a team with Zach Wilson starting. So definitely a, a, cha a change of narrative in this game. Um, the Cowboys coming off the 40 nothing win are riding this high and it's 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 a really it's it's an elite defense versus an elite defense. The Jets defense looked incredible as well. Um, but what are we expecting from Zach Wilson against this mm -hmm. defense with the pressure in his face, with you know, uh, you know, him just get, being being put into this role that he really didn't think he'd have all season with the you sure. know, he just thought he'd sit behind Rogers, learn from him and and have to support him from the sideline. I just yeah. believe that Wilson there's no way his mindset is right, you know, this early, put it being being thrown into the game. He looked okay in in that game, but let's be honest, the defense was the reason they won. You didn't do anything that special. Um, and and I just believe this defense is gonna be too much for him. Now, that being said, th this is a big test for Dak Prescott defensively playing the Jets. He this game won't be 26 to nothing at half. It won't be 40 to nothing. Um, and he's going to actually have to you know, throw the football downfield to score points um, unless the defense does, in fact, put up, you know, two touchdowns again, which they could. I mean, they're playing Zach Wilson. Um, but we expect Dak Prescott to come in here and not throw three picks like Josh Allen and play better um, and really get CeeDee Lamb involved. Brandon Cooks probably won't play this game. He already is dealing with a knee injury. They're calling it an MCL sprain. So uh, I'm, I'm looking like he's going to be out this week. Um, so you're going to have a big, big 
um, a hole there to where Michael Gallup might need to step up. But CeeDee Lamb is going to have to have a big game against, you know, matched up with Sauce Gardner. And, and maybe someone else will have to step up as well. Um, the biggest thing others on the other side, too, is the Jets, the, how they were able to run the ball with Brees Hall. Uh, Brees Hall looked amazing um, in that. He had the 80-yard run. Um, outside of that, he still averaged about four yards a carry the rest of the game. Dalvin Cook didn't even look that good. It was ma- mo- mainly Brees, and they're definitely going to rely more on that run game with both of them. Um, and that's been the Cowboys' weaker spot in this defense. So definitely some, some you know, matchups within this game that the Cowboys are going to need to hone in on and definitely take this game serious to win. Uh, but I have full confidence that they will. Um, and they'll get it. Uh, they'll get. They'll get this win. Ten points is a lot in this one. I didn't expect even with Zach Wilson, uh, for this spread to be that much. Um, but I'm I'm still confident the Cowboys get this done. The way the defense played, um, should cause Zach Wilson some fits, force some turnovers, uh, give the offense a short field, and and win this game. I don't like giving nine points to the to the second best it. defense. No, I don't in the love league. it. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh... We're going to have our hands filled with Quinton Williams. We're going to have our hands filled with that secondary. You know, this is with, with uh, Mosley at linebacker and the other yep. Williams at linebacker. And look, this is a really good defense. Really and good. The reason that, you know, we, we really predicted the AFC East winning team to be the Jets, you know, with obviously Aaron Rodgers. I think the part about the quarterback is he was thrown into a situation which obviously he wasn't ready and probably prepared for and just went on adrenaline and instinct yeah now he has a whole week to prepare which most people is like oh great you have a whole week to prepare i actually think it's a detriment to zach wilson that's what right? i'm like that's what i'm saying that i yeah, agree with I, you i think that you know i think the fact that he was able to make some plays the one where he was falling down and completed that third down pass to alan lazard which was huge the 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 touchdown pass was terrible throw, a mm-hmm. phenomenal catch by Garrett Wilson, right? So I just think that, again, what we saw against the Giants, and we're talking about a Jets team whose offensive flaw is their offensive line, right? This should be still a field day for the the tenacious pass rush that we yeah. have. Yeah, I do agree. I think Wilson turns the ball over at least twice. Mm-hmm. You know, that, I'm pretty confident that the key to this game, the absolute key to this game is going to be Dak Prescott. Yep. It's going to be Prescott and Pollard. If, yep. if Pollard can run the ball effectively to take some of the pressure and to make some of the play action work for, for Dak, and Dak is accurate and doesn't turn the ball over, we will win this game. Our defense will certainly make sure of that. If Dak and Pollard play subpar, this is going to be a tight, concerning game to the end. You know, yeah. and I am not laying nine points. I'm paying. Yeah. I'm picking the Cowboys to win, but nine points to me, I'm staying away from. All right, so we both got the boys to start two and zero. There we go to Sunday night, Dolphins Patriots. Uh, I, I think even if Mac Jones plays the way he did in the second half and throws all over three hundred yards, three touchdowns, and they put up points, like the Dolphins are still going to score more. Uh, the Dolphins <laughs> are still going to score more. Like the way Tyree Kill has gotten off to this start. To uh, you know the 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 amazing game that he had, this offense and how they're rolling. Um, I just don't think the Patriots. You know, Mac Jones probably played his best game of the year, week mm-hmm. one. Um, and I, and I, half. Yeah. you're right, and and I just don't think that this team is able to keep up. I, I I don't really get why this this spread is three even on the road. I know it's hard to win in New England, but um, I'm riding the Dolphins, man. They look great, and they should yeah. definitely win against you know the Patriots. They got to tighten up on defense. You know, I mean, 
we, we didn't see the pass rush until the last possession of the, the Chargers. You know, I mean, Herbert had all day to throw. So the Brandon, Phil, uh, the Brandon, uh, uh, why am I blanking? Uh, Phillips, uh, uh, Bradley Chubb, you know, those guys have, and Christian Watson, they've got to get to the quarterback. Right? Yeah. I mean, you've got to put pressure on Mac Jones because if you let him play, he's got people, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, between Kendrick Bourne, they're going to get Devontae Parker back. They got Juju Smith-Schuster. They got Gusecki. They got, you know, Hunter Henry. They have people to throw the ball to, right? And more people than the, than the Dolphins can truly cover. I don't think the Patriots are going to be, you know, that shut out on the offensive side of the ball because I thought that the Miami Dolphins defense still has some work to do. Yeah, but, definitely. but there's no way the Patriots stop this this offense. I, I just I don't, I don't see, see it. it. I mean, look, I mean Philadelphia scored what twenty or three touchdowns on them, and and they were play they played terrible. Right. Miami right. is cooking, right? I yep. mean, you gotta play Waddle and, and obviously you're gonna play Waddle and uh, and Hill. But I mean, this is also a game you probably could play Smythe at tight end too. I mm. I just think and and Mostert. I think that this is an all out attack. I think Miami wins by by double digits. All right. Big win for the Dolphins there. Saints-Panthers. We got two Monday night games for some reason on week two. Uh, Saints-Panthers, the second game for Bryce Young in his home opener debut. Um, but I really like the Saints in this game. The, the, the Saints didn't look perfect, but they did look good against a good defense. Derek Carr looks confident. He looked very good. He got all of the players involved um, at wide receiver for them. Michael Thomas looked like he was back. Alave is Alave. He's a stud. And Rashid Shahid, who was picked up on waivers, is definitely someone you probably look to start as well this week. Yep. But this Panthers defense is no joke. This is a Panthers defense. I was very high on the offseason, and they're proving me right um, after week one. They looked very strong. They have a good pass rush. They have good corners. JC, Jackson, uh, JC Horn is out a couple weeks, though, so that hurts that for sure. Um, and then offensively, Miles Sanders looked very good, and Hayden Hurst led the way as 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 their number one wide receiver. Um, but that also is a bad sign because no one stepped up there of Mingo, Thielen, um, or Terrence Marshall Jr. So there's not a lot of help for Bryce Young here, um, and they're playing a very good Saints defense as well that was excellent against the run. So if Miles Sanders gets shut down in this game, um, you know you're putting even more pressure on Bryce Young and. You know, it, it, he could very well come out and look a lot better. Um, but I think the Saints team is very good. They're very well balanced, and I will take them to win uh, on the road. Well, we have finally come to my lock wow. of the week. Oh, oh I was going to say, no way you disagree. No way you no. ride Bryce Young. <laughs> no chance, dude. Lock of the week. Mm. And not only am I locking the week, I'm going to even make it even more incredible. The New Orleans Saints will win by 20 points in this game. On team. Points. 20 points. I'm wow. calling for a 31-10 game. They will it's a big, they'll be it's a big, lucky if Carolina scores one touchdown. Okay. First of all, we're talking about the team that leads the league in interceptions in New Orleans after one week. We're talking about a defense that was absolutely dominant in, in week one. And a team that offensively played a much better defense to the Tennessee Titans than they're going to face with the Carolina Panthers overall. So mm-hmm. I believe that Derek Carr settles in a little more. Chris Olave is un unguardable. It, it, yep. You can't you can't stay with him. Michael Thomas looked really good in, in kind of playing that you know possession slot guy. You've got Juwan Johnson. You've got you know Shahid doing the, the long bombs. 
And I just think you're going to see more from Jamal Williams this week. I just overall, I think this is an absolute blowout. Yeah, I really like the Saints as well. And our the other Monday night game, Browns-Steelers. Um, Browns coming off the commanding win in the rain there uh, where they looked good defensively. And then the Steelers just were, too, were, were overmatched by the 49ers. Um, I think both teams, you know, overrated in their aspects of their game. I think the Steelers aren't as bad as their loss. They played the mm-hmm. 49ers. Um, they, were, they were outclassed. And the Browns are not as good as their win. Uh, I think that they just really, they also didn't play as, you know, as good as the score shows. It was just the Bengals had played that bad. And their defense did step up. But the Steelers, another game at home. They can't get embarrassed at home again, not by the Browns. Um, it, it, it can't happen there. And, you know, they, they are going to lose Cameron Hayward for half the season, which is huge. Um, you know, that, that every, any, any, every year, that defensive line, no, not they all can't stay healthy. So. Pretty disappointing there. Um, and offensively, Deontay Johnson hurts. So you lose, you know, a wide receiver there. That actually might benefit them because my my huge start of the week off the waiver wire pickup is Allen Robinson. He had a quiet five for 64 last week, was definitely the number one target for Kenny Pickett. Looked like the only guy that could get separation on the field. Even Pickens was held to under 40 yards receiving there. So I will be slotting Allen Robinson in one of my leagues as my flex for this week they can't run the ball with Najee Harris so I'm not even expecting them to do that this relies on Kenny Pickett and being smarter with the football and throwing the ball and I do still even after a poor week one I still have faith in Pickett um this team can't go out sad uh at home two games in a row um I'll take the Steelers in what is an upset win at home thank god I was getting sick of us agreeing I I am so on the other side. So on the other side. You have a team that ran the ball for 200 yards in the first game. Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers cannot stop this running attack. Number two, and the only concern I have with the Browns is they did lose Jack Conklin, their all-pro right tackle for the year. It's a huge loss. I mean, this guy is a beast, and that concerns me. Does T.J. Watt go to the other side of the ball and run against against the other? Six sacks this game. He he might. He's just the best. I don't like this Pittsburgh team. I really don't. I don't, I think the loss of Deontay Johnson, the loss of Cam Hayward, these are massive losses because they just they're not talented enough to lose any starters. You know, not they couldn't run the ball. This is a Browns defense that you're not giving enough credit to. I watched part of that game. They are ferocious. Miles Garrett is unblockable. It, I see Pickett getting sacked five times. You know, I'd see this being a Browns double-digit win. I think the Steelers are going to start 0-2, and then they're going to be basically screaming and yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. I like this team. I think I, I saw some nice things out of Elijah Moore. I saw, obviously, a couple of nice things from Amari Cooper. I think both of them can have bigger games this week against a Pittsburgh secondary that's not as good. And I just think right now, if Deshaun Watson can't come out and throw for 280 yards and three t- two touchdowns, I – I, then what? Then just get be done with him. Like this is <laughs> this is a game he has to shine. He has to yeah. go out there and prove that he's a NFL two hundred million dollar quarterback, and he's got to do it this week. I would right. play Deshaun oh. Watson this week. Thank God we 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 have another week where we at least have some difference. So that's what another we week different? with let's two. Re, let's let's recap two we different. games different. Two? The Lions Seahawks. Um, yep. We have different, and then Brown Steelers on Monday that's night. It. So. That's the it. only two different. We're 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 staying maybe a little chalk, and then and then as we go into the season, we'll get a little you know more crazy with the picks. That's usually how it happens. So starting a little more you know of of similar thought processes 
uh, you know, early in the year. But you sure we don't have a third. I feel like we had a third. I don't no? know. I, I didn't see a third when, when I'm looking through, but um, you can look through again. I, that, 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 that's that's what I got. We, we don't have a third. No. So that's what I got. Um, enjoy week two of football. Um, more Sunday than Saturday. Shouldn't be a lot of crazy upset Saturday, but, you know, there's always one or two that, that happen. Yeah. That's a surprise. I'm, I'm just leaving you on, on this note for all of our older listeners. My chiropractor this week said, get your ass moving every hour and don't sit on the couch for 12 hours straight. No, I gotta do like man. like some 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 running man, some some high knees, you know, some after knee, every commercial or something some like squats, that. Squats, some bends, yeah, something. Yep. All right, we'll see everyone next week. <laughs> Later.